0: Ah, uh, intro, okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. hey Hey, everybody, and welcome to Brotherhood Without Manners, a full-spoiler-reread podcast of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. I am Zach, and with me, as always, is my Viserys, Nate. <laughs> what up? So, today, <laughs> we're gonna be diving more into a game with roads for you guys um, but after doing what was it like five minutes of googling, you disproved your own theory. Yeah, from... no,
1: I just grabbed the books and looked <laughs> up what I needed. And...
0: what was it? uh, the fact that Garrett's oh, missing fingers yeah, yeah, and up. cold hands is fucking cold hands yeah
1: Garrett's fingers. I don't think cold hands would regrow his fingers if he was Garrett, so. There's no no you know I would assume that somebody Sam or uh, Gillyweed there or whatever yeah. her name is and... that's an Amon's nickname <laughs> <What? laughs> Amon's fucking Gilly not Gillyweed but whatever you know um, they they probably would have mentioned cold hands missing some fingers if he had been missing some fingers and they did not so true that. Well, <sighs> you were so hype about it so for excited, like a dude. day and a half, <laughs>
0: and that got shot the fuck down. Oh, well. Oh, well. Speaking of fleeting happiness, we dive today into Daenerys 1, um, <laughs> which is a whole heaping helping pile of fuck, holy shit.
1: Yeah, there's so much shit. So much shit that happens. It's- just... it's-
0: I want to call it an exposition dump, but I feel like that just does a disservice because it's done so well. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so we're we're immediately we're thrust across the narrow sea. We're no longer on the continent of Westeros that we've come to know and love over the previous three chapters <laughs> that we've read. Um, and yeah, we're uh, we're presented with a young girl who's being presented a gown, a gown. of some sort. Um, it's very. Violently and to me, immediately it came off as sexually. Um, He's presenting this gown to her the way you know, touch it, caress the fabric like it's creepy.
1: Already, we're getting this this immediate look into this character yeah, and how it's, fucking it's, weird he is. It's
0: so how... creepy. Just presenting the gown for her yeah. is, like it's just cre- he comes off like a fucking creep ball. Yeah, he's a cretin. Um, so that that ends up as we slowly learn. This is Daenerys Targaryen and her brother Viserys. Viserys is the one presenting her the gown. They are in Pentos currently. Um, I believe Pentos.
1: They're in Pentos, yeah. They're in Pentos. I didn't even write that down. That yeah, start. it's
0: oh, uh, it's so fucking hard to keep track of Danny. But Viserys, as he's presenting the gown, he says it's a gift from the Magister Illyrio, and that's the first
1: Illyrio. we
0: hear of Illyrio, who may or may not be detrimental. So to already, all before he even
1: shows up, we've already got her explaining to us how how quickly her brother is to anger, mm-hmm. how fast he can wake the dragon. And we already get that referenced early on. Um, yeah, she mentions that he's in a high
0: mood, and uh, that immediately, you know, she, she's, consci- she's conscientious of his mood. She pays attention to his mood. Yeah. So he's in a high mood today. That Things, things look good. Um, she also, it's very quickly stated that she has violet eyes. The gown, the purple of the gown will yeah, bring out yeah. the violet of her eyes, which, as we'll learn, is a very important Targaryen trait um, along with their silver hair, they have very intense colored eyes. Um, so they're, they're talking and Danny's having more of an internal kind of thing, but she's thinking about how they've been here where they are now in Pentos at Illyrio's for nigh on half a year. So yeah. they've, they've been chilling here roughly about six months. Danny is said to be thirteen, which is
1: super young. So again, super young, a year younger than Rob and John are. That we
0: just way presented. younger than presented in the show. Yeah. Um, which, as if you've seen the show and you know what Danny's story kind of covers, it's putting it into the perspective of a thirteen-year-old is pretty brutal. Yeah, it's harsh. Um, and we we just get all this within like the first page yeah, of her chapter, so and it's just. Boom! Here's these traits of Targaryens. Boom! Here's her creepy older brother. You know they're they're currently staying with this. And you, yeah, we're
1: learning about benefactor. Uh, I think it's funny how they constantly are referencing the start of Viserys' reign, oh, the beginning of his reign. How his and just like how blatant it is that he's not going to have a reign. That like that's just he's such a joke. With that him. they go more into here at the end of the chapter yeah, as well.
0: Yeah, Viserys is, is the, I want to pity him in the weirdest way because a, a little bit later in the chapter, Danny goes into what they experienced when Robert took the throne, and it is harrowing when you think about the fact that he was so young, but he's just such a fucking, fucking prick. He's a cunt like, he's, he's just a, the biggest creepy, fucker. He's yeah, um, he's terrible. They but, even
1: mentioned like that he looks feverish and he's got nervous hands. Like, yeah, he's always he's, almost sickly, like where he's just he's just a fucking god.
0: He's that weird kid that just <laughs> you know hits bugs and kills bugs and shit, and you don't want anything to do with him because he's cre- he's just creepy. He's a creepy. He's creepy. fucking creepy. Um, she's kind of thinking on where they're staying on Illyrio's manse, and and she describes Illyrio as. A dealer in spices, gemstones, dragon bone, and other less savory things. Unsavory like young Griff? Unsavory!
1: You know, super unsavory.
0: Um, I'm a big believer that Illyrio's got some shit going and always oh, he, yeah, he has. Um, But I just, I think it's interesting that uh, Viserys, uh, Viserys is so desperate and, and willing to accept whatever he can get that he... Unrightly so believes is due, owed to him anyway, but Danny is a little more skeptical. Like she, yeah, she pays attention rare, to she, the less unsavory things. She that kind of raises a flag for her. And, and again, it's all wrapped so in Which all That actually this. brings
1: me to a, you know, because right after that, when they, they decide that she's gonna, you know, go get cleaned up, she needs to go bath to the bath and shit. And so she gets a moment to chill in the window and just reminisce there, mm. and she starts thinking about a lot of stuff, and it makes me think of it, even before anything starts, how similar she is to Rhaegar, because she's sitting there listening to the city and the people mm. outside, and it just, uh, like you were saying, like there's always, she's so aware, she listens and hears things because she's paying attention, whereas viscerous viscerous. Viserys? Viserys. 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 He, uh, he just expects what he expects, and that's that. And so he doesn't give a shit what anybody else has to say or do or think.
0: Yeah, he's he's a fucking child. I actually, uh, Danny, even when she's kind of thinking on Illyrio and the way her and her brother both view him, she, she even she's just, she kind of realizes that Illyrio is going to give him what he wants and what he needs. And she, it says Danny listened and she heard these things, but she wouldn't question anything when her brother wove his web of dreams. Is the exact quote. <laughs> and so, like even that, like she's just not t- like anything he's promising. It's just sh- in the back of her head. She's like, you're full of shit. You like you, you've got nothing to yeah. deliver on. And and the whole web of dreams just makes me think of like a creepy little fucking spider. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. thinks he's this. Great manipulator, game player, intimidating, but he's just not. He's just a little fucking
1: bug. He's just a And he needs to be squashed.
0: But as ass. her dipshit brother's getting ready to leave, he tells her that. Illyria will send the slaves to bathe you,
1: even though there's not any slaves. And even though in there's Pentos.
0: not supposed to be any slaves in Pentos, and so in Danny's first chapter, we've got her being introduced to slavery and the concept of slavery, yeah. which, as we know, is a huge theme for and her. And she
1: even vocalizes, well, in, in her mind, you know how she feels that, in a way where she says, "You know, there's not supposed to be mm-hmm. slaves which, yeah, here." Yeah, she already has some thoughts they're... on it. Yeah,
0: and then it. He goes on to say to, to wash the stink of the stables off of you, which I've never picked up on. But
1: did they just get there?
0: Well, I don't I don't know if that, but Danny's clearly been riding, and she, Danny really likes to ride oh, when so when Cal Drogo gives her the mount, and she always attributes riding on on I'm assuming this horse that she was just riding, the one Drogo gives her, and then eventually her dragon. She associates it with freedom. And so it's this. She she went to the stables because she's trapped in Pentos with her brother. It's this recurring. Space. She was already at the fucking stables in chapter one, trying. You don't to, think
1: maybe it has something to do with them forcing her to tr- ride the horses to learn for a Drogo? May, maybe it capable. could it could have something to do with Drogo, but that but she really does enjoy. I it think and...
0: that with the the present that she gets from Drogo for her wedding and, and then, how taken
1: aback she is and by how much it, she enjoys
0: like, riding it and feels free she she loves just gallivanting off from the so I think it's right? I think that's absolutely just meant to be a big part of her character that riding symbolizes freedom uh-huh. for her and and freedom is the huge you know with slavery with all of it Danny wants freedom so it's just I they they I keep saying Martin started this theme so fucking early yeah, that... Yeah. She's already, you know, thinking of freedom, thinking of slavery,
1: you know, all this. Yeah. So then she goes into the window and starts daydreaming, and you get a lot here as well because she mm-hmm. starts. So this is uh, the red. You hear the red priests are introduced the here outside the, files, the wall. Yeah. So I do you I just, think I that... just
0: said the red priests are lighting the files? You know, well, if they've got some hidden <laughs> shit, man, they don't. want No, it's just to those red it. press on nails, girl. <laughs> I tell you what, Rollor said.
1: So. Do you think, on top of all that, that anything it has to do with uh, the actual wall and symbolizing the the two sides? I I didn't... Or do you think it's more just... uh, Because, like I said, I really enjoyed that she's up there and it so mirrors Rhaegar and how he listened to the people and would just sit there. I
0: I don't think that it was... I didn't see it as a direct correlation to the wall or a symbol of the wall. I just... To me, it was more the Red Priest. Oh, this is so the established That's priesthood. What I so, yeah, you know, they were it's the... more world-building. that This play in, in Pentos... Which actually
1: appears again yeah, later they Yeah, I mean, they're it's...
0: super important, Red yeah. priests. We learn a lot about them, but again, it's just that initial introduction of, oh, across the sea So in then, Pentos. yeah, then she
1: starts daydreaming about Westeros, and there's... This big old, the grass is greener, where she's like, it's this better place with open fields and plains that she can, you know, ride her horses on or whatever, Mm -hmm. and like, I feel like she, you know, it's just so funny how directly contrasted it is once we're in the, the point of view of people that are over in Westeros and what it's actually like right there. Well, I mean, it's also what she's grown up. Being
0: told True. that Westeros her is there, the shit, and novel. it's ours, mm-hmm. rightfully. So she starts to go into what happened when Robert took the throne that yes, night. Yes, yeah. Um, so. And she doesn't remember that night. Viserys does, which I think is key to his character in yeah. the way he, obviously. Uh, and it says that he was eight. Um, so that's that's a fucking horrible age Well, if you think about
1: Bran's younger than that. He, he is, but
0: I mean, it's still a very influential. Well, so I mean, that's what I
1: mean is like it's a, it's a really young Yeah, age. yeah, Brit, like he's 8 years old but he's old enough to understand a bit and like comprehend that this is fucked.
0: So they had to flee their home in the dead of night uh right before Roberts right. and they call him the usurper. That's the that's all Danny refers to him as is the usurper, which I love cuz usurper is such an underused word. Um and yeah, so they had to flee their home in the dead of night, they left King's Landing and they took a ship to Dragonstone.
1: And that's where Danny was actually born.
0: And that's where she was born during an absolutely a raging summer brutal storm. Brutal summer
1: storm, yeah. Um and Which obviously goes to play into the farm as Salt and salt. Yeah, the, theory, the prince Prince was Promise or stuff. Princess.
0: Um But yeah, and then from Dragonstone they they ended up going So in
1: Dragonstone they got Sir William Derry. Willem Derry, broke into the nursery. Right as Stannis was about to show up and kick in some fucking teeth. And he took and cleared the nursery and there was some... So I really thought it was cool. They said there were four loyal servants with him and that helped to get everything and they broke her out and brought her over to Bravo. I thought it was
0: interesting that A garrison was about to sell them to Robert. There was some people on Dragonstone who weren't... And that's, I just think, significant because Dragonstone is the seed of Targaryen power. So I also
1: thought it was really interesting on how much that whole scenario mirrors a certain favorite Onion Knight breaking a little Edric Storm out of a Dragonstone. Mm. And like... How like I mean, both are breaking out of Dragonstone, freeing somebody, some child, releasing them across the sea. Like it's so mirrors the mm. exact same mm-hmm. situation at the same place. Yeah, 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 absolutely.
0: Yeah, that, it was it was interesting, but yeah, William Willem Derry got them out to safety and got mm-hmm. them to the Provosian coast and
1: um to uh, Danny's first real home
0: that she considers home. Considers um, right. Before we touch on that when she was she she was reflecting on, you know, the war and what was going on with Robert, she was thinking about all the battles that were happening in the Sack of King's Landing. She starts talking about her brother Rhaegar and she says, Her brother Rhaegar battling the usurper in the bloody waters of the trident and dying for the woman he loved. Yeah. Dying for the woman he loved. Is that is that Liana? Well, is she yeah. So, so,
1: so, so, so... Not that she necessarily knows, but she could probably think of it more as Elia, Elia, Elia Elia Martell? Well, like,
0: but that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Elia Martell would not be the reason he was fighting on the, like... I don't know why this is blowing my fucking mind, but...
1: How does she know? How would she,
0: like, because Rhaegar, the whole thought of Rhaegar's rebellion was that he kidnapped and raped her. Not that he was in love with her. So the fact that Viserys played it, or you know, because she's reiterating basically what her, brother, like her told brother her brother had
1: told little brother
0: that he was in that love this with, is his, who and she, and I think that we get a glimpse of you know fighting and dying in the bloody waters for the woman he loved, like. Well, that's not just, uh, he went out and raped her. That's, uh, he's fighting and dying for the woman he loved. I, I, that just jumped you out Yo, that's me. right
1: there in, in black and white, right there. The yeah, point. yeah, I, I I'm wondering
0: know. if, yeah, there wasn't a little, you know, hey, little eight, year, seven-year-old brother Viserys, you know. This is um, the woman I'm in yeah, love with. Yeah, this is the like one, like you know, you're my little brother. No one's gonna take you seriously. You know, I, I shared a moment with you. I just, that really stuck out to me, um. That's Fuck.
1: Pretty dope, right?
0: Uh... So yeah, so they get to the Provosi coast, and they get to the house with the big red door and the lemon tree outside her window. Unfortunately, Sir Willem dies of sickness.
1: He's just the kind con- which he took good care of her. Yeah, he
0: they, he, he uh... set him up and got him out of there, and then they made sure. I mean, he he didn't really want for anything when he died, so there was a nice kind of even trade. Um, it's specific, she specifically ruminates on the fact that they had to sell their mother's crown. Yes. The last kind of tie they actually had to Westeros, um, which I think is significant. And it's, this is also where
1: we get the nickname for v- Viserys. The uh, Beggar King. The Beggar King. I love it. And it's so suiting. For him, perfect. especially. Like,
0: it's, it's exactly what's necessary. Clown for king. He's... He is the beggar king. That's just—it's perfect for him. I mean, unless you want to be titled the slimy little shit. But it's so funny shit, that she's
1: picked up on it so easily. She and like a, a, doesn't disagree see this, with it. That.
0: That—that's—that was something big that jumped out for me. Is I kept thinking of John, how perceptive John is. Yeah, and Danny is just as perceptive. Yeah, she's just un- and unfortunately in this world in this environment, she's a woman and she's a thirteen-year-old a thirteen-year-old girl, 13-year-old girl who. Is born into an extremely high family where, literally, just fifteen, fourteen, thirteen years ago, their father was overthrown and as the king. And so, she, it's it's she's super perceptive, yeah. but she doesn't. No one will validate her opinions. What she has to say doesn't matter, no. especially with a tool like fucking Viserys. So, like, I I just feel like even from this chapter from book one, like you can tell that. He is not what's important in this yeah, chapter. I mean, let alone name. that it's named Daenerys. You know, right, it's from, right. but like he. But yeah, not, you can see that
1: he's not going to be a major player compared to what she's capable. He's
0: not of. the dragon that he claims to right, be. Right. Right. And so he's promising her this and that, and she knows not to believe right. him. But uh, so then,
1: then the the slaves come. The in. Slaves
0: get there, and they they draw her bath for. Her. Well, they yes. don't draw it, but they bring it up from. Bring it up. Which fucking sucks. Jesus Christ, lugging buckets of water up in it like, fuck this lady. Uh, Fuck that. So
1: now the water is scalding hot, and this is probably very often picked up because it's just. Oh, absolutely. It's super important to her character. uh, uh, It doesn't. She doesn't flinch or cry out. It doesn't bother her. Not even a little bit. She feels like it makes her clean.
0: She says she likes the heat, and she remembers uh, Viserys telling her that the fire is in our blood, and. Yeah, well, everyone, I'm sure, has picked up on that, even in a first reread that tends to stand out. It's just, again, it's so symbolic to the Targaryens and having the blood of the dragon and, right. and their tolerance with heat, which, as we know, is super important come the end of this book for her, and later on, but it's right, super series, important at the yeah. end of this book. Um, so, like the traditional Targaryen, she's got her long, silver, pearl hair, which is being brushed out. Um, I thought it was interesting that she's kind of, she's thinking about you know what she's getting prepared for, going to meet Khal Drogo and how she's getting married to him. And she just she says she's or she's thinking to herself. She always assumed she would just marry Viserys because that's the way Targaryens have done it, and that's the way it's done. Which, holy fucking shit! Like if she married Viserys, like just how terrible, how awful that would have gone. That and that just is like always a. Strange. What if it makes me do a double take? Um. Yeah, it's weird. But um, yeah, we get the first mention of the king's blood here—the golden blood, the blood of old Valeria. Yeah, the blood of the dragon. Um, so they help her dress, and like, damn. she's going
1: on and on about Caldrogo, one of the little slaves there. Oh yeah, how lucky lucky Danny is. is, Yeah, and how and so yeah, she's really pumping up his power. How how much he how much reign he has as a a rule. Drogo's a boss, yo. He's a boss.
0: Um, so this gown, like, holy goddamn shit. So, they're helping her dress, and it's a plum silk gown to help bring out the violet in her eyes. She's got gilded sandals. They put a tiara in her hair.
1: So, about her hair, when the girl was brushing it, they say that it shone, like, molten silver. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's in contrast to him wearing a golden crown? Ooh. It is now. (laughs) I think you just made a fact. I just made a fact. (laughs) Um...
0: Yeah, so, you know, uh, yeah, they do the tiara, which, yeah, a crown of molten gold. Yeah, I like that. Um, she's got golden bracelets cus- crusted. Custed. Crusted. Covey C- custard! <laughs> she's got golden bracelets crusted with was amethyst. That was that Teletubbies absolutely was. And you she's got a collar, uh, a, a heavy golden torque emblazoned with valerian glyphs. Like,
1: which... Do you think that's some sort of relic or just an ancient we don't it just doesn't
0: mean. I mean it probably fucking says all men must die like <laughs> it, I don't think it has any power or any magic. I think it's just symbolic um so like girl is looking f- fucking
1: and then she goes hot strolling out to greet her brother the fucking well,
0: girl. as she dons this this collar this torque with all the blaring glyphs, she very quickly thinks how the slave woman was telling her that Cal Drogo's slaves wear collars of right. gold, and, like...
1: She's looking like she a slave. She immediately
0: feels like a slave. She's collared in. And so, yeah, so... Uh, Illyrio, Danny, and Viserys, they all meet up. So it's
1: funny that they're all dressing her. Earlier on in the chapter, they were talking about her looking like... or Illyrio was saying she looks like a princess and stuff. And she was like, I don't even remember how to be a princess. I don't know mm. what that means at this point. So, they're all building in her idea what she, they think she's supposed to look like as a princess. And then Drogo is gonna come in and just fucking she's gonna, you know, over the next the course of the next fucking five books start seeing who she who she thinks a queen is supposed mm, to be. Mm.
0: So, yeah. So, they all meet up in the, the entry hall of Illyrio's thing. Illyrio is dressed just as elegantly. Uh, he's... he's a, a big old chubbo, um, and but he moves surprisingly delicate for such a massive man, which immediately made me think of his counterpart, our friend Barris the Spider, who also is a delicate. Who also moves lover. very delicately. Do you think
1: he was uh, a mummer at some point? Mm, I think he he learned
0: the craft. I don't know if he necessarily did did the mummer shows as far as so Varys he greets
1: was. her with may the lord of light shower you with yada yada, but he follows the red, yeah, the red priest. He
0: says the red priest greeting. I mean, appearances, I believe, especially with the mention of the red priest lighting the... Just because they're so I think they're the, the predominant. predominant. Yeah, I think that that's all that is. I would believe, I don't know, maybe Illyrio is super pious, but he shows up, and it's interesting that he says that, because he shows up in loose garments of flame-colored
1: silk... Yeah, so maybe he does. So maybe like, he follow, could because he, be he greets a her follower. with me, the Lord of light," and he's using their. But it may again, like, use that be for appearances. Mm. So who knows? Um, you could probably get a little more information from the red priests if you follow their faith. It, it, maybe.
0: So they're they're chit chatting, and uh, Viserys is showing his ignorance God, by you know saying the Dothraki are savages, like, and Danny looks terrible, and Um, Illyrio actually manages to offend him, and then very quickly
1: just... So, even before all that, like, before he... When he's, like, bitching... I just thought it was hilarious, because he, uh... Maybe it was after that, actually, so... Go ahead with that, Because I was basically just saying how Illyria always say, says that... Danny is a vision. And he says that repeatedly, like, more than one time. He's, like, to uh, Viserys, he's like, Your Grace, she's a vision. mm a vision. And it's like, is he... Like, is that what you're saying? Like, that this is what she will become? That she is a vision? Mm. Um, But yeah, he gets Viserys riled up. And I thought it was funny because it says that he puts his hand on the sword. The hilt of the sword that Illyrio lent him. Mm. And it's like, that, like, she already stapled in the beggar prince. And now he's sitting here getting riled up. And he's gonna... And she is aware that that's not even his... That's not your sword. That ain't your shit.
0: So, yeah. So, Illyria <laughs> skirts Viserys and just kind of blows him off, claps his hands, summons him And so easily. Yeah, I like, mean, just... whatever. And so they're they're on their way to meet Drogo. Um, And on the way, Viserys is sitting there already plotting how much... Mo- I don't need all of his army, only need two turns yeah, and month. blah, blah, blah. And he's just... Again, in that that web of dreams that he likes to the these pipe dreams that he has no fucking idea what to do with an army he's he may have been schooled, but he was only eight, so he didn't get that much schooling right in in as a prince would um even though they do. You know, they are trained extensively in military and all that stuff. Yeah. He was only eight, so he didn't get as much as he, he could. And Danny even says right then in the Paladin, like, he knows, she knows he's never used that sword. Yeah, he's so, never, he, like, he again, with no uh, him grabbing the hilt, like, what are you going to do? Um, And Viserys just constantly turns to Illyrio for confirmation. You know, every everything is... You know, is that right? Is that and Danny picks up on this, and she picks up that Illyrio is telling Viserys exactly what he needs to Everything. hear. And
1: that, and
0: it, it says uh, in the book, uh, Danny mistrusted Illyrio's sweet words. Um, and I again, that just I, it shows me the perceptiveness of her. She's like John; she's picking up on players of the game, yeah, and Illyrio. Yeah as far as I believe, is one of the best players that there is.
1: Yeah, as far as we know. With and, look at the, the things he's pulled off. Yeah,
0: exactly, and and will pull off, and, and I, I a think bardo, you know, and... even in Winds of Winter is still pulling off. And so, yeah, the fact that Danny's picking up on this and she doesn't trust him, she's skeptical of him and just who he is, how nice he's being to them, why he's taking them in, the gifts he's giving them. She's not buying any of it.
1: And it's all the – yeah, that's it, like – that so was... what do you think, do you think he's, uh... Illyrio's got some young griff action going on? I, I, a thousand percent So do. why do you think he's marrying her off to Drogo?
0: I, I think the Targaryen... Well, he's marrying her off. I think he's marrying... Her brother's a fucking idiot, and he sees that. He knows that, and he's playing him. So I think either Viserys is gonna end up dead, and I think that's what he's anticipating with Khal Drogo. And I think so. He's expecting Viserys to be dead or I mean he's the beggar king who's really gonna believe him. And then with marrying Danny to Drogo, I think it's let's give her to this crazy Kalisar leader of the Dothraki and we'll never have to worry about her again because and the Dothraki Griff fear the great salt. And, salty. The and then Griff comes lit. in and Griff is the one Targaryen left who is important and wanted. Um, I don't think that Danny is really a, a factor. I mean, she's and beautiful and she's got the factor. name and the bloodline. them. It's yeah, let's you know give her to Drogo. And then it even they kind of go into that where Danny mentions that Pentos gave Drogo a manse. Yeah, as a way of keeping the peace, so he wouldn't sack Pentos. He got this whole fucking manor, um, which as they're going in, she noticed it's Unsullied guarding the gates.
1: I didn't even see that. Which
0: again, she will end up employing and freeing thousands of Unsullied, yeah. and we get a couple of them right in our first chapter. I um, didn't
1: even notice them. I didn't even fucking So they arrive at the <laughs> they... So th- and, and here, because Viserys the whole time has been talking about how he's convinced and paranoid that there's been multiple attempts on their life, that Bobby B's sending over assassins mm-hmm. and trying to kill them. And I don't think he actually has at this point. I, I think that it's all in this fucking little tool's head that they haven't had the actual attempts and the, the way that he's making it out to be. I, hmm,
0: that's a hard one because we know in the in the future that Bobby B will indeed put a hit out. Right. But I think you might be right. I think it's just they've had to keep moving because they've dried up any means of right. gratuity they had there, yeah, so they so had the key. Yeah. So he kept inventing this, we need to keep moving because there's room. these swords yeah. at our back, but really it was just out of necessity. And again, and,
1: So now he also only refers to Bobby B as the Usurper. Oh and, yeah, of course. And he's so such it, an angry little shit. It, he's driving that hatred towards them, into her. Like, with the no, they're awful, evil people. I mean, granted, they're you know she. Oh yeah, a it's
0: a hundred percent one of those indoctrinating the the youth of you know she she just as they were on the run and fearful, she believed for their lives from these hired assassins. You know, it's it's the usurper doing this to us, uh, him. And I thought it was interesting. Uh, he refers to the usurper's dogs of. Lannister, Tywin Lannister and Ned Stark. Yeah. Um that's and that's how Danny comes to know them. People that I mean we we haven't met Tywin yet, but we know Ned Stark at least is a decent guy. So, so it's
1: also funny though that they are putting Tywin and Ned together in the same even though like they are so Especially in that one instance Especially happened. Of yeah, you know, yeah, Tywin's hesitancy have, in, so late in Ned's you know, in a, he he does not Forgive that. Oh,
0: absolutely not. No. Um, and so it's like, it's at this point when they're walking into the party, a bunch of people are there. It's chill. So did you
1: notice when they entered the courtyard what it said about the trees that they they were passing because the moon, uh, the moonlight painted the leaves shades of bone and silver. Mm. And like I, I just feel like the trees are always there's always trees fucking saying shit, especially but, yeah, the north of course. and so when you see hear about Bravos having some trees, like they're different. They're brought Pentos. in Pentos, oh. you know. Yeah, no Pentos. Whatever. Yeah, they're yeah, it's Pentos. Pre- they were in Bravo's. So,
0: yeah, they yeah. were in Mir and fucking uh, the, everywhere. They were everywhere, yeah. Um
1: but I so thought that was cool. This so, yeah. is when she
0: spots Jorah Mormont.
1: Yeah, so Illyrio's announcing who some of these people are to them you know, saying who this person is and he finally gets to search a Mormont. And they're taken by surprise because they're like a knight. This is where a I knight?
0: get fucking salty because I hate Book Jorah and I love Show Jorah. <laughs> and Book Jorah just creeps me out.
1: He's a creepy dude in the book.
0: And I want to love him because fucking Show Jorah is just so delightful. <laughs> but um, So Drogo arrives and he is impressive as
1: fuck. Did you catch the, what Viserys called him? Mm. the Aegon, the dragon lord, come again. Mm. And, like, I just thought that was, so, like, of all people to be talking about this horse lord, Viserys is comparing him to, to Yeah, dragon. yeah, like, I think that
0: 100% is just getting wrapped up in the splendor of, like, oh, yeah. shit, like, this dude is cool. And then he immediately is like, oh, no, I'm Viserys, I gotta be a fucking bitch. And yeah, they—that's they, uh, when Viserys leans over to his sister and it's like, "Yo, you want to hear something? Fuck dope." The Dothraki—you see his long ass braid. Like,
1: right. You learn they don't—they don't
0: cut that shit unless they lose a fight. That's why his is so motherfucking long. So. And like that's sweet. The Dothraki are just fucking cool as a people, which obviously we'll get into more as Danny heads off. But Viserys goes immediately back to
1: just being a stupid cunt, uh, and he just. So yeah, because Drogo's being brought over at this point, like, and Danny's petrified. She's tre- tweaking out. She's like getting cold. I mean, feet. rightfully so. She's yeah, she's thirteen, thirteen, and she's, she's about to be wed to this terrifying warlord. warlord. And that's, this is when we finally, right at the very end, see Viserys' fucking truth—the depth nature. of his—and he yeah. says that he would allow all thirty thousand of the Khalizar to fuck her. If it meant he got his. And their horses. And their horses. Like, you're just a fucking douchebag, dude. Like, fuck.
0: This girl is terrified right now. Terrified for her life, for her future, for fucking everything. And you just are the scummiest of fucking scum. And I hate him. And I can't wait till he gets his fucking crown. And it's amazing. (laughs) And the the chapter ends there where uh, she's. She hasn't met Drogo yet, but she's fucking terrified and... Worried as fuck. ...expecting that she's going to be married off and dragged off with this dude, and her brother's a huge douche, and that's all she has, really, in the world.
1: And she just thinks about the big red door. Big red door. So what do you think of Danny's first... first Holy fucking (laughs) shit, there's so much. I mean, references
0: to Rhaegar, Robert's Rebellion... Fucking, you know just the red priest, and then the, just the expansion of the world in the mention of where, where they've I was go they've with jumped it. around. You know, it it just it got so, so even it.
1: even when she was reminiscing at the window, she was name dropping Westeros. So as, I, I've veil. actually I've
0: been meaning to ask this for, but like as a whole, do you like Danny chapters?
1: Um, I mean. It really depends. Like, because they can get pretty dry. I know a lot of people and don't, out. and I could see why. In this I one, love but... the world building, because there's always a lot of her chapters are very similar. A lot of exposition, a lot but there's of. There's so much But going that's why they're her so always, good, is that there's always. I'm not in love with her happening.
0: character. Danny, I think, is great, but there's times where she annoys the ever living dog shit out of me.
1: And I think she makes up for it by having herself planted around the interesting characters. That, so that's we can it. Get some I mean, extra cool especially. Stuff in future
0: books we get some really interesting characters around her um I yeah no like I mean you just get such a good array of you know Danny is this sweet innocent child at this point and we really want to root for her she's got this terrible fuck of a brother that just eh and she's at the mercy currently of a puppeteer a puppet master yeah. and now a savage as been described to her horse lord and so it's just i mean clearly we're meant to root for her but
1: yeah we want I, to see i mean the growth alone succeed.
0: in this book by the end of this book yeah, it's, it's just a- it's interesting to see where she goes and- yeah i'm
1: looking forward to to it's good. It's again. good stuff. So this week's inductee, you got anybody? Oh, got I do. Any?
0: I actually, I kind of have two uh, because they're not oh, named. Oh, well, shit. Look at uh, you, taking the
1: fucking idiot. When TV they show. arrive
0: at the Mance and Danny and Viserys, so they get out of the palaquin, <laughs> Danny says, it took two strong <laughs> men to get Dude. Illyrio on his feet, and so I am honorarily inducting those two <laughs> yes. strong men because they work their ass off to get that fat fuck up out of his pelican. So those are my honorary inductees. So
1: I've just got the one. I suppose I could bump it to five, but we'll keep it at the one, and it's going to be Sir Willem Derry for pulling off the heist of the century years, that before, years before Sir Davos Seaworth sneaks out of the same location, probably using the same tunnels. Mm. So welcome this week. So got anything else? Is that... Otherwise, uh, we could probably wrap it up. I mean, I've our... got a ton more, but we're getting into, like, dance shit then, yeah. so. <laughs> uh, so, as always, hit us up. Give us a like, review, follow on induct everywhere. Induct someone. ITunes, and uh Spotify. Next, we're going to be
0: reading Ned one, so induct someone for Ned, and we will shout you out on the episode.
1: Give us anything. uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google, all them places. All the fun uh, stuff. You know. Uh, we can get. We're on Facebook, Facebook dot com slash Brotherhood Podcast. Twitter at Manners Without. Our Instagram at Brotherhood Without. Are you doing anything on the Instagram? I like, I, I t-
0: That's we, you, the one on. I totally yeah, neglect I mean, the most. But I do.
1: Like I don't know how
0: Instagram works. I, I so don't many, even many know how like, Instagram so works. Horrible. Like I try to upload a picture of fucking Podrick Payne. It's like you want to put a filter on this. <laughs> well, and it's like, no, look you, at Pod. Does do he need. ask those fucking
1: prostitutes
0: if he needs a filter?
1: <laughs> like. He could use a filter. Uh, we can also be reached at our Gmail without manners, brotherhood, at gmail.com. So, let us know what you guys think.
0: Give cold. me someone to talk Hard. to other than yeah. my own Viserys here. Hey, that's, that's cold. He's right? currently pinching my nipple. He likes it. I hey, don't, don't let know. him fool you. Uh, only mildly, so... Alrighty, guys, we'll check you on Ned1 next Thursday. Yeah, next, next week. Saturday. I only just said good. next Saturday Why would we do it on Saturday? I don't know. You're out of control. Well, now it's Saturday.
1: the <laughs> Harris. Peace! Nice.